You are now listening to the Socks and Sandals podcast. Every time an independent, a truly independent source goes into the Portland Place Bureau, we find chaos. Just one of the people like just told to my managers who like had fired me, they were like, yeah, did you see Tevin's video was on Complex? And he was like, man, dog, they sick, man. Yada, yada. And I was just like, I was laughing because it was just like, you know, bro, like, you know, God, God always got a plan. In that moment, I thought, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to sit here in the middle of this aisle in Target and talk to her and break down what is going on and why she believes that these white Barbie dolls are more valuable or should come home with us over these brown and black Barbie dolls. The Egyptian creation story is a very sexual one. Mm -hmm. And it talks of the god creating himself through a sexual act with himself. So it's a masturbatory big bang like. like I never even hire coaches when I establish a program. I always hire mentors first. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because a mentor gets the big picture. Coach might just get basketball. I want somebody that under X's and I want somebody that's about whole life. I'm not the only podcaster out there. You're not the only marketer out there. Like there's a lot of people doing the same things. But the things that's going to separate you and I from the rest of the people is that we become our best selves and we just don't quit. So what is the gospel? What is the pure, unadulterated yes, gospel? Yes, yes, and that is what I live by, because the moment this changes is the moment I'm leaving Christianity. Okay. The pure, unadulterated gospel, and I can say it in one sentence, but I'll elaborate. For sure. Is love God and do whatever the fuck you want. Socks and Sandals podcast, where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. It's your guy Emmanuel back in the building, back in the studio, and I got my guy, my firstborn, back with me, Elijah. Say what's up to the people. Hello, people. How you doing today, man? Good. Yeah. Mm. You tired? Yes. Or you got a second win? You ready to do this again? No, I'm so tired. Man, you did a great job on that Thanksgiving one, man. Okay. I guess so. Did it feel good? Yes. That's good. All right, so let's get into it. So this is another Hugh Knows edition of Socks and Sandals. And this will probably be one of my last ones on Malcolm X. I've done like three, I want to say, yeah, three or four episodes on Malcolm so far. So, uh, and I want to introduce you to Malcolm. Because I've talked about Martin. I talked about MLK. Everybody does. Everybody. That's what, everybody talks about Martin. That's why... You know, I aim to uh, try to talk about different people instead of Black History Month revolving around the same people. Harriet Tubman, MLK, Rosa Parks. Who else they be talking about in school? They talking about Frederick Douglass? We watched a video on that. George Washington Carver, the guy, the peanut guy. The bad guy? No, he was good. George Washington Carver is like the man that he created like peanut butter and all these other um dishes out of peanuts no no okay well we're gonna get into malcolm x he is a he's a very important figure in the civil rights era does muhammad ali count yeah okay they talk about muhammad ali right yeah yeah because he yeah he's recent um but yeah muhammad ali was cool with him of course uh they were both part of the nation of islam black muslims in the, in america and um yeah man he was a civil rights i don't know he was a civil rights leader because they weren't about integration but uh, he definitely fought for the rights of black people, um, the liberation of black men and women across America. And not to be, uh, not to uh, fight for integration, and integration meaning, you know, black and whites coming together. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but also wanting to push the issue of us being more independent as opposed to depending on someone else to take care of us. All right. So we're about to get into it. You ready? Yeah. So this is for those that are listening, and I will post a link to this in the show notes. This is 
an interview of Malcolm X with a man named Barry Gray. And this is back in 1960. So this is the earliest video that I've played of Malcolm. Uh, but here we go. Let's, uh, let's meet our first guest, Mr. Malcolm X, the leader of the so-called black supremacy movement, the Muslims. And that's spelled M-U-S-L-I-M-S. -S. Yes, sir. And Mr. I... Huh. N or M? M. Oh, that's M. Yeah, Muslim, yep. I understand that all of the members of the Muslims have the last name of X. That's correct. And why is that? Well, the X actually uh, identifies or distinguish with, distinguishes those of us who are followers of Mr. Elijah Muhammad from those who are not. I see. And it uh, also exits us from the usage and the identification and the connection with the... Uh, so. I feel like that's kind of a pun because he said that exits us. He was, he was good with the wordplay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, slave names that were given to our people during slavery time by the slave master. I see. And it's, it will stand until, uh, as you know, Mr. Muhammad, our leader and teacher, he received his name from God. And uh, those of us who follow him will receive our names. There will come a time when we will receive our names, just like the Bible says in the last days that God will give uh, the lost sheep or the lost people uh, names out of his own mouth. And we feel that we're living at a day and in a time when those biblical prophecies will reach their fulfillment here in America. Mr. X, I have no, uh, I have no argument with your... Any questions so far? Mm-mm. No? Okay. Now, I guess one thing I should kind of clarify. Well, I don't... I really don't know. I, I was going to say that the Muslims do use the Bible. They definitely use, like, the Old Testament. Um... Like they, the Jew. Like the yeah, like the Jews. So there's the what we call the Abrahamic faiths. So the three faiths that pretty much base their belief system off of a common ancestor who was Abraham. So they all use the Old Testament. Uh, so Jews, Muslims, and Christians all use the Old Testament. But then, you know, that New Testament part is where people start to differ and go off on their own path. So Christians believe Jesus is the son of God. Muslims believe that Jesus was a prophet, a good man, but they don't think that he is the only begotten son of God. Um, and Jews don't believe anything about the New Testament and don't use the New Testament whatsoever. Okay. For wanting to call yourself X or Y or Z or anything, and I respect your motives, but Shakespeare said, what's in a name? What difference is hmm. I think he's being, like, kind of rude in a way. The, like, the interviewer? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, why didn't you pick X, Y, and Z? But before, he just told him why he picked X. Mm -hmm. So I think he's being kind of rude. Yeah, he is being rude, in my opinion, as just well. Just probably because he doesn't believe in that. Exactly. Does it make Sir, uh, when you say what's in a name... Black people here in America who have gone into Mississippi using the names Smith and Jones and Murphy have encountered serious barriers which immediately were eliminated when they use names such as Sharif, Hassan, Thia, and things of oh, that sort. So when Shakespeare said, uh, what's in a name, he probably had never lived in America with a dark skin. They took Arabic names to... Hmm. Again, being rude and... I don't think sh Shakespeare doesn't really have to do with any. Well, that was Malcolm talking. Malcolm was talking back to the interviewer. He was trying to give him an example. Mm. So he was trying to. So what Malcolm was doing, the smart thing about Malcolm is he was using that, that man's, you know, uh, ethnic hero, so to speak, against his against the man's argument. Yeah. So, like, that's what, like, what I was talking about last time was. Mm -hmm. Our teachers and stuff, they will take their side of the story. Right, the European and side. And then mm -hmm. if you really want them to try to believe, because the teachers, they don't tell the bad stuff about what that person did. Right. And so you tell them the bad stuff about what that person did and then what the outcome of that was, and you would make the other person feel bad. Mm -hmm. and like, I'm sorry, or like something <laughs> like that. 
What did, what did they say? I'm sorry. <laughs> but <laughs> what, what would they continue to say after that? I'm sorry that I treated you this way. But they, they're not really sorry. They just want to say that to your face. But, like, they're still going to treat you a different way mm-hmm. than everybody else. Mm-hmm. You got that right. Not all, but if you've been through it, you know you know what it is. Makes the people think they were of Arabic extraction. A good uh, example of that last year was mentioned in Jet, where this uh, so-called Negro from Florida uh, spoke with a French accent in Mississippi. In, uh, Have you ever heard someone call another person a Negro? Mom calls me that sometimes. <laughs> She's like, Negro, you better get up or something like that. Mom is the only one <laughs> that has said that in your lifetime? Titi Lily. It's something about that, you know, the, that side of the family. They just keep a Negro alive, ain't they? Yeah. <laughs> I think they're more, well, they're more history because they lived in Mississippi. Mm. And that's where most of this stuff started at. In the south. Yeah, mm. that's where. Yeah, that's where they start. That's where they moved back here and there. Catch you, man. That's pro- I didn't think about that. Yeah. Maybe that's why they still said Negro. But yeah, that was the term. Did nobody use black back in the fifties and sixties? If you said black, that was bad. Like that was unacceptable. But Negro was the acceptable isn't that, term. Isn't that how you say black in, in Spanish. Spanish? Correct. So you're but, you're saying black still. I, Malcolm gets to that. And that's why Malcolm says the so-called Negro, because that's a name that someone else gave us. But let's continue. I gave himself another name, a foreign name, and was accepted into the uh, so-called Negro from Florida, uh, spoke with a French accent in Mississippi, and uh, gave himself another name, a foreign name, and was accepted into the veteran hospitals, white veteran hospitals. They took him for an African. Right. Uh, so there's much in a name. And uh, I understand. Yeah. Now, Mr. X, I said in introducing you earlier. I think the reporter, I think he's just agreeing with him because did you hear where he said, yes, I agree with you, and then Malcolm speaks and he's like, <sighs> yeah. Like he's he just, just wants him to shut up. Yeah, he just wants him to shut up. He's like, he's just agreeing to agree. Like, he doesn't have a real reason. No. He just wanted, he wants to get to his next point, his next. Yeah, because he knows he's getting shut down. Yeah, exactly. And that happens a lot with Malcolm and these, these interviews that he has. That your group has been charged with being anti white. Hold on, let's go. And, and uh, I understand. Yeah. And See? Mr. X, I said in introducing you earlier. That your group has been charged with being anti-white, anti-Semitic, and a kind of black Ku Klux Klan. Now you've heard that charge oh, before, yes, sir. And Ku Klux Klan. So all of that he said. Oh, so anti-white just means that he doesn't like white people. Okay. Anti-Semitic means. But don't they not like him? Yes, exactly. So why would you, why would you get charged for the same thing that you do? That. It's very. That makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's very hypocritical, but that is very common in the history of America. <laughs> if anybody stands up to the, you know, the white population, stands up against the brutality and injustice that's been happening to them, the white, the white folks that care to defend it will point at the finger at you and say that you're anti them or you're discriminating or you're racist when all you're doing is defending yourself. And I remember like one day when I was sick and I got food poisoning. Mm-hmm. Remember when we were just like I was laying down on the couch and then we were watching the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Like the Black Panther movie. The documentary? Yeah. Yep. The documentary. Mm-hmm. I remember when I like the guy he was driving or something and then the police pulled him over. And then they just started hitting him. Mm-hmm. And he got, like, broken bones in his face, and he was all bleeding and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he went to jail. Mm-hmm. I remember that. So that's what that's what this kind of reminds me of. And the police will lie and say, oh, he was resisting. Or and, like, um, so I was watching. Oh, I can't say that. Never mind. What is it? 
Huh? Oh, yeah, no. Don't say that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cause, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet, though. I know. You left. I came here. Oh, no, you know. You went there. I had, No, I wasn't there. I was, I think I had already. Yeah, you podcasts. Yeah, you were here. Studio time scheduled. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it was something like that mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. I really want to say it. Next time. Okay, when it when it comes out. When it comes out, because yeah. we don't want to spoil it for yeah. him. Yeah. It hasn't come out yet. So basically, Elijah has seen a movie, and I messed around. I I didn't realize that it was on. Well, I, it wasn't on our calendar physically, but I just double booked studio time. The same night that we were all supposed to go to see the advanced screening of that movie. It was. It's really. It's really good. Yeah. It's like, it's history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't say much. Yeah. Black history. Yes. Okay. Black history. Black American history. And it's their mind. Okay. Yeah. No spoilers over here yeah. on Socks and Sandals. Let us continue. Oh. What is your answer to it? It's uh, nothing could be so, oh, and a kind of. So anti-white, anti-Semitic means you're anti-Jewish, like you don't like Jews. And that's not. But aren't some Muslim Jews? Yes. Okay. And so, um, but there were some things that Elijah Muhammad, the leader of the Nation of Islam, would say that could lead someone to believe that he was anti-Jewish. They have an ex- explanation for that. I think he'll explain it here. And then, what was the third? Anti-white, anti-Semitic, and anti... Let's go back. Black? No. And I understand. Yeah. <laughs> and Mr. I understand. X, I said in introducing you earlier that your group has been charged with being anti-white, mm-hmm. anti-Semitic, and a kind of black Ku Klux Klan. That's Ku Klux yeah. Klan. So the Ku Klux Klan are um, white terrorist organ, a white Christian terrorist organization. First of all, how can you be Christian and be a terrorist? That's a great question. But it, it happened oh for gosh. decades. People are so dumb. <laughs> you never say... So so in in that movie that y'all saw that you guys saw, was there a scene where someone burned a cross in a black person's yard? No. Okay, because no. that would happen all the time. So the Ku Klux Klan, Ku Klux Klan was a white Christian terrorist organization that would have regular people from the community, but at night they would dress up in white sheets yeah, and white was, hoods. So I was like, and, we and they were, would go around and terrorize black people. And, we and, were somewhere. I don't mm-hmm. know where we were, but like we were watching. It was like a preview or something of that. Mm-hmm. And I remember, yeah, they there was a bunch. They're wearing white stuff, and then they circled around, and mm-hmm. then they put this cross, and then they lit it on fire. That's the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. So the Ku Klux Klan was created right around the time slavery ended. And so those white people went around the South or just wherever, Midwest, and they would lynch people. They would, you know, hang black people. They would beat them. They would scare them, try to get them to move out of their city. Um, they would terrorize black Just like black now people. when people, they kick people out of their homes and then tear down, build an apartment or well, whatever. It's, it's a little different because it was more than just that. Like they'll just they'll just burn down your house with you in it. Yeah, there was something like that in the movie, but it wasn't like. Or they'll shoot you. He didn't do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's continue. Now you've heard that charge before. Yes, sir. And what is your answer to it? It's. Uh, nothing could be farther from the truth. Uh, first, when you introduced me as the leader of the black supremacist movement here in Harlem or here in New York, that in itself, too, is incorrect. I'm uh, Mr. Elijah Muhammad's minister. Also, when he says black supremacist, do you know why he says that? Yeah. Have you heard of white supremacy? Yes, you say it all the time. I say it all the time. <laughs> you got that right. So what do you think I mean by that? Have I ever expl- explained that to you? No. So white supremacy. Well, I I think okay. Um, what I think mm-hmm. what you say is like there's there's more like Oregon. I mean Portland. Mm-hmm. There's lots of white people mm-hmm. and less black people. Mm-hmm. So that was part of my old school. That's why I mostly got in trouble mm-hmm. because there was like barely any black people there. Yeah. But there was still some. Mm-hmm. So, like, one time, there was these three kids. 
I got in, they got in a fight with me, and then I hit one, and they were all three gang up on me, and then I got in trouble, and I had to wait out, and I couldn't do recess for like a week, mm-hmm. and they were all white, and mm-hmm. I was the only black person there, mm-hmm. and I just got beat up, but the staff and teachers didn't really do anything about that. And like when, cause like if we got in trouble, we would go to the vice principal's office and then talk about it. And then if you're in trouble, you would stay and talk to the um, vice principal. So what happened every single time was, if I got in trouble and they started it first, I would still have to stay with the vice president. Vice principal. I mean vice pr- principal. So if you defended yourself in a fight, you would still get the same punishment, right? Yes. And sometimes you would get more of a punishment. Yeah. And that's why we took you up out of there. Well, like and that school is called Catlin Gable. We're not going to protect them. Catlin Gable, trash. The lower school was racist. Highly suspected white supremacist activity going on at Catlin Gable. It has been going on for quite some time. It's nothing new. So anybody moving to Oregon and you are not white, and you're thinking of putting your kids in there, think twice. And, like, the school that I go to now, Kairos, Kairos. PDX Learning Academy, it was made by three black women? Four. Four? Wait. One of them left, but it was started by four of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Yeah, they started it, and I I went there in kindergarten, left, went to Callan Gable, Mm. and then I went... Sorry, I'm sorry. And then I came to there for fourth or fifth grade Mm -hmm. and like my grandma worked there so it was easier for me to get in stuff Mm -hmm. but like well she didn't have nothing to do with it but just easier adjustment for sure yeah Mm -hmm. and like they're nice like they're not mean like even though there's still some white people there they're still not mean to them Mm -hmm. like there's some white people well yeah there's some white people in my class they're still friends with them like makai he is the um principal's son mm-hmm. i know him well we're friends and the um principal his mom Ms. Alika, mm-hmm. she's really nice and stuff like i go to his house and she like she helped me and my grandma and everybody in our family move to our net like pack up and move to our other house to our oh, other from, house. from nani's other house yeah. yeah yeah and she like she helps us a lot and like we're j- our family just really good friends with her yeah so it's a much, way more comfortable environment. Yeah. Yeah. And so. It's for anybody, but it's primarily what. Yeah. So it started by us, created for us. And. Still. Yeah. It's amazing. K through five. If y'all live, if anybody lives in Portland, you have a, a non-white, actually any child, honestly. Yeah, so, it's so for that's, anybody. It's for anybody, and it's good that you said that because Kairos was created, and they'll tell you when you go to the uh, the orientation, it was created to for us, but it's also an, an atmosphere where there is no white supremacy taught or tolerated whatsoever. So going back to what they is They just white, teach what is supposed to be taught. They teach the real. They don't just teach... The European version. Yeah, that's what they did at Cal and Gable. Cause all, <laughs> let's see, there was no so teacher. There was no teacher that was like, like the like when I got in trouble and stuff. There was Stephen. He was, he was a counselor. A counselor. Yeah. And so like when I got in trouble and stuff, like we would have meetings in his office, and then he would like talk to me and help me with like, just so I don't get in more trouble. Mm-hmm. Like we would watch videos. Like one we watched of Malcolm X and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we watch Kid President. Kid President is this kid where he's a, like, Kid President on YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, he will, he's, like, a self-control person. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I got really mad and stuff. And so he would help me. And, yeah. Yeah. But the thing, and that's and that's good. And, and without Steven, you wouldn't have been there. Like, we, yeah. we were going to take you out of first grade, like, yeah. It was done. But then but Steven was the only reason why because you had somebody there to like help me. Help you yeah. you know, think through it and just calm down, just have someone on your side. But and I did have like two two black people in my class and then Kellen. Well, first grade you didn't. No. Yeah, first I grade did. it was just 
Me, Jameer. She, but he was on the other side, right? Yeah, but we were. Uh, Kellen was in my class. Kellen was in your class. Yeah, Kellen was in my class. Yeah, yeah. So that so that first year, even though you know it was the class, I still was, knew all of them. Yeah, for sure. But first, but that that first year in first grade was tough. See, like it's good. Like the teachers aren't that great, but I'm still friends with the people to this day. Yeah. That were in my classroom. Yeah. And you had white friends. It, it wasn't about you know um, all white, and that's what white supremacy. So white supremacy. Let's get back to white supremacy. So white supremacy. It, it doesn't mean that all white white supremacy is racism. That's my definition of it. You know what I mean? Um, every white person is not racist. Every white person is not a white supremacist. But white supremacy is basically someone that ascribes to the notion that people, a person. Could, can be and should be mistreated based upon their skin color. But don't get me wrong. Some of the teachers were good there. No, for sure. Like, for sure. our PE teacher, I loved her because she's like, she let us play and stuff. Like, she didn't really get mad at us and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her and then the assistant teacher in first grade. Mm-hmm. Like, when I almost broke my finger, she came to the hospital. Yeah. And um, yeah. saw me there. Yeah, they're like they're not they're not bad. Yeah, not, not all, all of them. them. But the but where white supremacy plays a role is like in the teaching. So what white supremacy basically believes that you know the European notion and European view of things are primary, and everything else is secondary. So the okay. European part is normal, and everything that's not European based is abnormal. That's why. So white supremacy shows itself. And economics, education, entertainment, labor, law, politics, religion, sex, and war. If you have a white Jesus, that's white supremacy. If if white people are, you think the white people are the smartest, uh, and they only show smart white people and smart white philosophers, but they don't ever tap into, you know, native in people from India, Asia, Africa, then that's a white supremacist view. Go ahead, tap in. Um. What I was going to say was, I forgot what I was going to say. I talked about white Jesus, and I think you... Oh, yeah, that. Um, But, like, if you think about it, the people, Christian, and, like, the church that we go to, Emmanuel and Mount Olivet, mm-hmm. they don't believe in a certain skin color God or right. Jesus. Right. They just believe in him or her or whatever mm-hmm. itself, mm-hmm. they don't like really believe in the skin color. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, because like if you, well, but I, I will say to be fair, <laughs> back in the day, when they used to pass out the little fans, we did used to have white Jesus on our fan. Yeah, like, but they, but nobody, they don't, but they, nobody does that anymore. Nobody really cares. They don't care about skin color. They just care. Well, some people do. But they mostly care just about who he is and what he does. They can't care about the skin color. Because, for one, they don't control it. Well, if you care about the skin color, like, skin color changes the whole thing. Because mm-hmm. if you care about, his, like, if he was white, you would you would care about a whole different Jesus. Like, if Jesus, if the skin color of Jesus has, like, Based upon the paint, because that painting came into account maybe for past 500 years. Yeah. So before that painting, I mean, there were other pieces of artwork in, in Africa and in the Middle East where Jesus was black. He was always black. Um, until, to you. To you. No, no, no. To the whole world. Because Christianity came from that region. Oh, yeah, true. And so the whole world knew him as, if not necessarily black African, but like he was a man that had melanin in his skin. That means he was... He that, was yeah, brown. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Because, so he was, like, he was brown. I remember when we were talking about the Thanksgiving. Like a literal, literal brown. Yeah, yeah. I was th- thinking about, uh, I remember when we were talking about Thanksgiving, you mm-hmm. said that black people can make light-skinned people, but light-skinned people can't make dark-skinned people. Right. And, like, if you think about it, Jesus, he made all of us, and he's made light-skinned people. He's made dark-skinned people. Mm-hmm. He's made all of those, mm-hmm. everything that you can think of, yeah. people. And yeah. Yeah. So the historical Jesus 
And 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 there's people that don't even believe that Jesus existed. Yeah. There, there's that faction like you can't even trust anything that's come out of that region and the people that have been telling that story. But um, those that you know historically pre Michelangelo. What's up? Um, I was thinking of this like a few days ago. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, you don't have success. Jesus does. Because he makes your life. So you're not really doing anything. Mm-hmm. Jesus, he's doing stuff for you. So, like, if you get a business and then you get really popular, you didn't really do anything if you believe in Jesus. That's correct. You didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. All he, he did all the stuff that you tried to do. Mm-hmm. To but, God be the glory. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, huh? Yeah, it's like that's I know that's just like kind of disrespectful because like you don't need to work hard. That's like saying you don't need to work hard to get rewards and that type of stuff. Just let Jesus take the wheel, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what that's kind of what that that's the logical conclusion of that type of thinking for for certain people. Some certain people don't see it that way, um, but the way that it's taught sometimes in, in certain churches, um, yeah, you might come to that conclusion for sure. But let's get back to Malcolm. Let's, let's get back to it. To the uh, New York Muslim area. And uh, he is the spiritual leader and teacher of all of the Muslims. And in fact, he's the spiritual leader and teacher of the fastest growing group of Muslims in the Western Hemisphere. And here in the New York area, I represent him. I'm his minister. Where does the word Muslim come from? The word Muslim is an Arabic word, which means uh, it comes from the word Islam. Islam is the name of the religion that means yes. complete submission to the will of the divine supreme being and uh, Muslim means one who has submitted himself to the will of the divine supreme being. Now what's the difference between a Muslim and a Muslim? Uh, Muslim is only the anglicized pronunciation and spelling of the Arabic word Muslim. I see. Then uh, it is the same it's thing. The same thing. It's like if you were in Georgia, you say, you'd say horse, and in New York you say horse. I understand. Same thing. Now, where do the charges come from that you are anti-white? I think that comes from people who uh, lack the proper understanding and have and who have uh, failed to do research. I think that some people who are bigoted and narrow-minded create the phrase, and others just follow suit by parroting without actually looking into what Mr. Muhammad is teaching and what he is doing. Uh, if you recall, and I think this is the best answer, when uh, T- Time magazine uh, wrote an article in July or August of '59. Uh, in which they uh, uh, said that Mr. Muhammad had successfully eliminated from among his followers the use of alcohol, the use of dope, the use of, uh, of uh, profanity, uh, adultery, and things of that sort. But then at the same time, they turned around and accused him of teaching black supremacy. Now, mind you, they... Hmm. Everything ab- if you think about it, there's no really such thing as sin. Because he, like I said, he makes your life. He he knows what you're gonna do. Mm. So there's no there's no really such thing as sin. Your mind is going on that, ain't it? <laughs> I feel you though. Know, I I think uh, I think sin is once again it's it's constructed. You know, it's something that's I would understand, created in that book. I would understand if he didn't make your life. Mm-hmm. Like, if he didn't know what, how your life is going to start and, and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it would make sense. But mm-hmm. now, the Bible says that he knows how your life is going to be. Mm-hmm. How it's going to turn out. Yeah. And so, so your life can't turn out a certain way unless you make certain mistakes, right? Yeah, but like... That means he's the person making mistakes. That means he's sending you to hell when he's the person mm, who made mm, you in mm. your life and stuff. So that means he's like unlimited sins if sins is real. Elijah, you are cracking the code right now. Those are things that a, a lot of questions that a lot of people have. And when they bring them up in church, they don't typically get answered. But they you, answer them, but they don't. At but the they same don't. say yeah. you got to have faith or they'll just say, no, that's not true. You sin. And then they won't have reasons to support it. Like in the movie that we saw. Mm, I got to see that movie. Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. Any any other any other thoughts you got running in your mind about Christianity and the Bible? Not yet. All right. Now, if you don't mind, we can switch gears back to Brother Malcolm. Sure. <laughs> no, nah, but I, I like that you, uh, you know, you're coming to these conclusions on your own and nobody's beating these ideas into you. But um, going back to Malcolm, he's talking about the black supremacy claims. They, they, they credited him, that sort, his success answer when uh, T- Time magazine uh, wrote an article in July or August of 59. Uh, in which they uh, uh, said that Mr. Muhammad had successfully eliminated from among his followers the use of alcohol, the use of dope, the use of, uh, of uh, profanity, uh, adultery, and things of that sort. But then at the same time, they turned around and accused him of teaching black supremacy. Now, mind you, they, they, they credited him, without realizing it, with reforming the morals of the so-called Negroes. And then in the next breath, they accused him of black supremacy. In the same article, they pointed out that the police... Hmm. What is wrong with black supremacy? It is a reaction of scared white people or defensive white people to say that what he's doing is wrong. So what he was saying is they they credited him for helping reform large groups of black men. And so, but also in the in, in the same breath, um, because he tells his followers to have confidence in themselves and to defend themselves and tell them, yo, look, we've seen in the past, in history, and what's going on right now to us in this in this country, the white man does not want to integrate with us, does not want any part of us. There's segregation for a reason. We are being killed and murdered and brutalized because they are telling us Without saying it, they're, they're saying it and their their actions show that they don't want us around. So look, rise up, black man. Invest in yourself. Stop looking. Stop trying to appeal to the white man. And they call that black supremacy. Hmm. I just have to say, this connects so much to the freaking movie. Okay. It's like, if you... when you Go ahead and tell me about what part of the movie. Because, because you haven't said the title... We're good. Okay. So, it's so the moral of the story is this guy, like this girl, she gets murdered at a um, laundromat. Mm-hmm. And then this guy, he was working on a car. And then he was like, he's been accused of murder because he's been murdering people sometimes. And then this <laughs> random black guy that's just sitting at home doing nothing gets arrested mm. because the cop like there's a tape that says the cop said I'll say anything if you just get like something like I'll say I'll do anything if you can just get like a black person in jail or something and then so the black person goes in jail but then the lawyer he helps them he helps the black person mm-hmm. and then he gets out and then the the white person gets a death row but initially, it was a white person doing all the killing. He and they li- just no, because the white person he didn't kill that girl. Some other random person did. Mm-hmm. But he just lied to get the cop wanted a black person in jail, even though he didn't do anything. Yeah. So he just lied mm-hmm. to get him in jail, and he was already doing thirty years mm-hmm. in prison. Mm-hmm. So he to get out of that, he, he would lied have, and- he lied and stuff, and then the police. Just found like, a black dude. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then just accused him, and then he was sentenced to a death row, but then the lawyer came and then saved him. Yeah. And then the the um, prisoner got a death row. That's a very common occurrence in You just have to watch culture. it. It's, yeah. it's really good. The sad part about it is, though, there's a lot of people that have been falsely accused, you know, especially back yeah, in the day. Yeah, it, it was and like... They, and a lot of people didn't you know, didn't get off. That's what the movie was about. It was about black people getting accused and getting death rows mm-hmm. and stuff. Cause that like, after the movie, it was talking about like how this person, like two, like there was three main, well, there was three main prisoners in the movie, but there were, they were, they were actually real, mm-hmm. but the real person that like, they've already died cause it yeah. was old. Yeah. But like it was, yeah, it was like that. So it's just talking about people 
getting death road and then this one real warrior helping them and mm. stuff to get their death rows taken off. Yeah, that's dope. Chiefs in uh, Los Angeles and across the country marveled at the degree of, uh, of uh, discipline and obedience and respect for the law right. that existed among his followers. Then at the same time, they said that this is what worries the police department, why that's absurd. And uh, I think that uh, his teaching, Mr. Muhammad's teaching, gives such dignity. Hmm. Nothing. Oh, okay. It puts such a, a sincere and strong dignity in those uh, black people who listen to his teaching and accept his teaching that uh, they give, they have, uh, they have had that inferiority uh, complex and attitude for so long that when they change, it's so noticeable that people who don't understand, they, they associate it with an air of supremacy. But I, I think that's other than true. Malcolm X, the Chicago American, on February 22nd, said that your leader, Elijah Muhammad, wants to unite the darker races in exterminating the white race. I think, sir, that uh, the same... Hmm. I think that's the opposite it's the same thing <laughs> but it's the opposite of the thanksgiving because the european people mm -hmm. wanted to eliminate the native the native mm -hmm. but now let's not say there was there was no native americans mm -hmm. i mean um african americans the native people like uh what's his name squanto squanto he wanted to eliminate the his own people no no never mind forget that okay so it's like the native people want to eliminate the European people. Yeah. So but it's it, like the opposite. Yeah. But they're it's it's their they're accusing the black Muslims of wanting to eliminate the white race. So that's that was just like in you know but that was like the Black Panther documentary. We just saw a lot of black people getting arrested for no reason. Mm -hmm. And I remember we were watching um like I've watched this a few times, the Allen Iverson, mm -hmm. that documentary where he didn't do nothing. Yeah, he didn't do nothing at the bowling alley, the bowling alley, but then he got arrested for like some years and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then he's still great basketball player, even though he, he went got to jail. Out, somebody fought for him though, though. You know what I mean? Like, it was his friend. It was his friend because they were just at the bowling alley. No, I'm saying either I don't. Was it a lawyer that got him out, or is it just? I don't know how. I'm it was his friend. His friend took him out of the. Oh wait, out of. I'm jail? saying like out of jail, out of jail. No, he served. He served his time. Yeah, he served his time. Oh, okay. And then like him and his friend served his time, and then they got out. Yeah. So that's that was like that's what that sounds like the documentary on Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. But you, what you what you'll see in you know with, with certain people that seem to be you know I would say they're highly suspected as white supremacists that's is that's just like in the old days yeah they'll they'll and this is the old days this is 1960 they, they just blame the black people even though they even didn't, though they didn't they do, didn't do anything they didn't do anything so the nation of Islam hasn't done anything but they're blaming and they're 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 trying to project their guilt and what they've done and they're projecting it onto the black people or like like last time when I or no this time I told you about how the person did something worse to me Mm -hmm. I got in trouble. So, like, yeah. the black people, they probably did, like, something, they probably did something small, and then... Or they might have just defended themselves. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then the white person did something even worse, but then the black person would somehow go to jail and maybe get desperate or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, like, and then the white person would just be free and live their life and stuff. Similar to the Allen Iverson thing. Like, yeah. They weren't fighting each other. It was some other people that started a fight with yeah, them. Yeah, they but just came only... in and then... Yeah, but yeah. only the black people went to jail and none of the white kids went to jail, right? Yeah. See? And this is uh, the same writer who wrote that didn't even take the time during the convention. We had a convention three days at that time. That writer didn't take the time uh, to come to the convention and listen for himself what Mr. Muhammad uh, uh, is teaching or what he stated his aims were. I think had he done so, that he would have written that article other than the way he did. Do you or your organization receive funds from the United Arab Republic? Uh, that's another thing that's, that could not be farther from the truth. We, we receive funds from no one, no outside government other than right here. We receive funds from ourselves. All of the finance, all of our projects are financed by 
so-called Negroes here in America who you, believe in Mr. Muhammad's program. You keep saying so-called Negro, Mr. X. What do you mean by that? Yes. Now this is this is very important. Let us let us learn from our ancestor Malcolm about why he always says so-called Negroes. So-called Negroes. This is beautiful. I'm glad you asked me that too because. Uh, when, I'm, when you ask a person his nationality and he says German, it, it identifies him with a nation called German, Germany. Right. If you ask him his nationality and he says French, it identifies him with a nation called France. If he says right. English, it identifies him with a nation called England. Right. Now, if you ask him his nationality and he says Negro, what has it identified him with? Only the color of his skin. But, no, uh, Negro is a Spanish word, not an English word. And the, like the, here in the, present, in, the, in the school curriculum in this country, they have taught us uh, that black is something derogatory so most Negroes take offense when referred to as black. But except, same, in, except in Africa. But understand. But at the same time, they say that the word Negro means black in Spanish. Uh, and they say that it, if, if Negro means black in Spanish... Hmm. I, I think I've heard this before. I don't know if I'm right or not. But some people in Africa, they don't... They think of themselves as black, but different like than American... Right. American black people. Right. Because, like, they they started, they're the first people to be called black and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're, di- like, they're way different because they live in a different environment and that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Different and culture. they don't have, sure. like, white police and, and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just, like, one big brown black community. Yeah. I mean, they don't, they definitely, um, well, not all of them just would call themselves black because... Yeah. There's no reason to call yourself a color if everybody's the same color. So yeah. they, they identify just based upon who they are, who they really are, what their name is, their family, their tribe, things of that nature. Yeah. And their, and their culture. Then all of the black Spanish-speaking people in South and Central America would also be called Negroes. And if you call a Puerto Rican or a Cuban or a Mexican or somebody who is black a Negro, he takes offense. A Spanish-speaking black person will not accept the term Negro. Well... I, I agree with you, Mr. X. The fact is that many people who make the same mistake about Negroes... Hmm. How would he agree if he's not black? Who, this guy? Yes. That's a good question. That he's just he's just saying he that... He wants so him to shut up again. <laughs> yeah, he just wants to get on and get his points off. And then get his money. I think you heard me, I think. We'll speak of nationality and say that so-and-so is a Jew. That's a faith, not a nationality. Negro is not a faith. No, Negro is <laughs> the color of a skin. A man, and when you say that you resent, or Negroes resent the word black, I... He doesn't even know what he's talking about, because, like, if you heard him in the past few seconds, he's stuttering. Like, he's just... The man? Yeah, he's just like... Um, like, he's just stuttering. He doesn't even really know what he's talking about. And he didn't listen. He didn't listen to Malcolm. Yeah. Malcolm just told him why, and he's trying That's to That's like him. what happened, like, when he said, he asked him, um, like, he said, why X as you guys' his last name and stuff, and then Malcolm told him, and then he's like, and then he asked, why do you guys have X and... He's like, you could be X or Y or Z, or, you know, it, it doesn't matter to me, and yeah. 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 I've had Tom and Boya here on a couple of occasions, and he tells me that in Africa... The word black is applied by them to themselves. Yes. There are the blacks or the Africans. But not Negro. No. Negro carries with it a stigma. Well, only because of the unfortunate propaganda through the years. But this doesn't mean that it should. Sir, Negro is a word that was made up for us, not by uh, we ourselves, but by our slave master. Hmm. Yeah, he's like... You can hear Malcolm just keep repeating the same things <laughs> over and over again. Like, he's like, sir, and then, sir, like, because he's not listening. He's just repeating the same things over and over again. And that's how you know that when he was when he was getting interviewed, he was going on radio shows, TV shows all over the country, all over the world, but mo- mostly in America. Um, they weren't interviewing him to extract information out of him and get the so-called truth out of him they were just trying to get him to agree with them mm-hmm. so that's why they keep asking him the same questions or trying to frame it in a way so that malcolm agrees with them like i remember when we were talking about how the uh, european people they were teaching 
or the white people they were teaching their side of the story. Right. But like he's trying to give his side. Yeah, he's trying to give his side and trying to make it like the black people were bad, but Malcolm saying that the white people were bad because he was saying that him the bad things that they were doing. Right. And the man just didn't want to accept it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. During slavery time. Now, uh, people Let's of India, back. you have a word that was made up for us, not by uh, we ourselves, but by our slave master during slavery time. Now, uh, people of India, you have people in India who are darker than people in Africa. Yes. They're not called Negroes. Mm. You just can't, uh, you can't, if you, when you trace... And that is a great point. There are certain people in India that are as, are darker than you. Just because... Darker than me. Just because you're born by, like, black parents or, yeah, black parents, doesn't mean you will be the darkest race or, like, very dark. Because, like, some people, I've seen... Some people that, um, like I know some people that, um, they're born by two black parents, but they're not dark. Right. Like, Naraya? Yeah. Yeah, she, she's not that dark. No, she's light-skinned. And, Even like, all of our family is Different black. shades. Yeah. Different shades. Like, like, um, what is, let me think, um. Shoot, Riley. Like Riley's lighter than all yeah, of us. Yeah, when she was she was when she was born, mm-hmm. she was really light. She was well, you were kinda light too. But you got darker way quicker. But I mean, she's just lighter. She's yeah. just lighter than us. And that's and that, that happens. And so uh that goes back to what we were saying in the last episode. Black we can produce every shade. Was it because they lived in Louisiana? No, it has nothing to do with that. You talking mm-hmm. about Naraya? Yeah. No, because uh, me and mom, mommy didn't live in Louisiana. She lives in Mississippi. I didn't live in Louisiana. You, know? you lived but, in, but but my so you know my mom. Yeah, not, she yeah she's light. Yeah, Grammy is light. Yeah. So Grammy's light, but her her dad, I met him. Um, he died before you were born. He was dark. Uh, my grandma, Grandma Mylan. I saw her. You seen her? Wait, did we go to her house at the family? I'm not the family reunion, but the um. The uh, no, I think I think I think my grandma died before you were born. Yeah, then who? No, was... no, no. She seen you though. She seen you when you were little. Oh, you were like one or maybe two when she passed. Oh, Grammy's mom, but she was she wasn't as light as Grammy. But she oh yeah, was I haven't light. seen any of Grammy's side. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think I've yeah. seen like one of her sisters. Yeah. But my mom, you know, my Grammy, she's she's light. Yeah. And uh, but both her parents is black, so it, it it happens, it happens. But that's why when it comes to race and this and the social construct of race, and when I say social construct, it just means people have made definitions of other people, and they've just used racial classification. So black, basically, when someone says black, all they're really saying is. Dark you skin. look like not just dark skin, because Martin, because Malcolm just said he, people he's look. He's not dark skin either. He's not. Well, that's because his grandfather is white on oh. his on his mom's side, um, and his mother came from Grenada, an island. But but her Malcolm's grandfather raped his okay Malcolm's mom's mom whatever yeah his grandma his grandma yeah would that be yeah that'll be his grandma yes. So some like white slave owner dude. So, um, so he does have white in his blood. That's okay. why he's so light skinned. But there are black people that don't necessarily have that much European in them. But a lot of black folks, like I have European in me. You have European in you. Uh, going back to the slave trade. And I remember on T T Lily's um ancestry. No, on her uh, when we went to her husband's house. Mm-hmm. I remember like we there was. Uh, light skinned, like, like there was a kid, light skinned kid and light skinned mom. It was one of their cousins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, I asked Naraya, and I was like, why are they here? And then she was like, because that's their, that's one of the people's, one of, um, Auntie Lee's husband's cousin. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, and then 
like I just thought about ancestry and mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it happens. But um, but going back to what Malcolm was saying, like there are people in India that are darker. That are darker. So what? So what color is my arm? Brown. What color is your face? Brown. Okay, so we're literally brown, but we're but called black because the way that friend. race works, black. All that means is what they're trying to say is we have features that look like we have African ancestry and we have hair that may allude to us having African ancestry which we do and so when you see a dark black skinned person from India typically they're not they're not going to be classified as black they'll be classified as so they're trying to classify you with your culture but they're using color in America they use color or we use color to identify culture. And our like sometimes you see um, African people like they're really sometimes they're really dark. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes they're really dark skinned. Mm-hmm. Like I remember I don't know if you're there, but this African guy, Mr. Lico, knows him. He made a book and then he read it to us mm-hmm. at our school, and then we have we have a copy at home. Okay. Yeah, he read it to us. He signed all of them, and like he was an African. Um, yeah, he was African, and he made a book, and it was really good. Yeah. So, yeah, some some African people are really dark-skinned. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, depending on what part of Africa. Yeah, they live in. Yeah, because, like, the middle of Africa, West Coast, and southern parts of Africa, and even East Africa, they can be really dark. But then the, the more north you Isn't get. Isn't it be the climate? The climate place. Yeah, a, the a climate that, that they live in. Mm-hmm, for sure, because northern Africans. Because when, when you... When you're in the sun, you stay in the sun. Don't you get darker? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, because, like, in Africa, it's hot. Mm-hmm. So I can see how they would be really dark. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So let's get back to it. Okay. Sit down or try and use a... So what would you call yourself? A black Mr. man. My, I refer to myself as a black man, despite complexion. Uh, uh, I, I should tell the radio audience that you're very fair. Very uh, light. Yes. And, uh, uh, but, see, just, just like... Wouldn't colored be a more applicable word? No, sir. Uh, colored to us means that which, which has been changed from what it originally was. Mm. Uh, those of us today who, are, who have been taught by Mr. Muhammad, we accept the term black. We refer to ourselves as black despite complexion, and this gives us unity. As long as you have a group of people like the Negroes, different complexions, uh, uh, and they are, uh, and they lay stress upon their complexion, that creates a division. And what we need, since we have been, since one of our characteristic uh, uh, qualities is our disunity, uh, we as so-called Negroes in America don't need any terms that tend to lend to that disunity. We need to be united instead of disunited. Malcolm X, uh, why is it that Roy Wilkins... I think we'll just end it there for now, and we'll pick up where that left off uh, next episode. But based upon what you heard, what do you think about Malcolm and the black Muslims and what they had to endure? Just based off what I you just listened to 10 minutes. I think that um, most of the people for, like, black history, mm-hmm. they teach the same thing, but they... But they don't at the same time. Like, there's a... Mm. They teach the same thing, but there's different... They all have different reasons for what they teach. Who? you saying the black people or the white people teaching the The black people... That are doing what they do? That are doing, like, the black... Like, the black people that are uh, in black history. Like, leading movements and yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah. Like, they teach the same thing, but they mm-hmm. all say it in their own way. Yeah. So, what do you think is the... Just based upon what you This heard. video, I think Malcolm, he's just talking about, well, mostly the reporter's fault because all he's asking, like, the same question, uh, why X and Y Negro and that type of stuff. Yeah. Malcolm, he just knows a lot mm-hmm. about, like, how we are, like, how we are and mm-hmm. how we are and, like, Let's see, like, how we are, how we live, and that there's a reason behind all, like, all of that. Mm-hmm. 
And so, like, we're not just... There's re- Yeah, there's reason for everything. Yeah. Like I said, they they all teach the same thing. But, like, there's a reason. Like, Martin Luther King, he did civil rights, which was um, standing up for the black people. Mm-hmm. And Malcolm, uh, Malcolm X, mm-hmm. he is standing up for the black people in civil rights, like mm-hmm. Martin Luther King. But he knows... He his reasons is like why we're black and why our name is Negro and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. So just getting real deep into like the meanings of everything and being yeah. careful of what language we use and how we use it. Yeah. Yeah. And I like this one. I like Malcolm X because he didn't talk about religion. Well, he did, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. He wasn't talking about God and stuff. But like Mal, he was mostly talking about Muhammad Ali teaching, teaching the kids or like whatever. Oh, Elijah Muhammad. Oh, Elijah Muhammad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teaching everybody like to be better people. Be better people, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to not do bad stuff, and just like, see, I think that's where Christianity came from. Christian what? Christianity. Christianity came from what? Like. Doing good things, mm-hmm. like um, like Elijah <laughs> Muhammad was talking about, mm-hmm. like he was teaching them, yeah, just the good things in general, and not doing bad stuff. I mean, that's what Jesus talked about, and then Christianity was. So, would the Muslims Jesus be Jesus or Elijah Muhammad? Wasn't no, he the leader? Elijah Muhammad was the leader of the nation of Islam, which is the Black Muslims in America. But no, to to the Muslims, their quote unquote Jesus would be the fig the uh, the man Muhammad. So Muhammad Muhammad was a name. That was his name, and okay. a lot of people named themselves after him. But Muhammad, and we would have to do more research on that. But so Muhammad, question: You said a lot of people name name themselves after them. Mm-hmm. Did the kids do they name themselves or do the parents? The people. So uh, um, Elijah Muhammad, his. Some people, like when this movement started, people would change their name. Oh, yeah. That, so Malcolm. Was, what was, uh, wasn't Muhammad Ali first name Cassius Clay? Yes. Okay. So um, his name was Cassius Clay. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's name is Lou Alcindor. Um, Muhammad, uh, I forgot Elijah Muhammad's real name. Um, Malcolm X, his name was Malcolm Little. And he named and he changed it to Malcolm X Shabazz, but it was like L, but it, it was like L Malik Hajj Shabazz, like his full. He changed his full name eventually, but yeah, people were changing their names in like the 40s, 50s, and 60s, so and amazing. then they were and then they were naming their kids actually like Muhammad or whatever. Oh, and then okay. people that so are, make it official to make it official. Okay. Yeah, but some people would change it, and then when they gave birth to their kids, they would give them, you know, Arabic names. Okay. Yeah. So that concludes another Hugh Knows edition of the Socks and Sandals podcast. You are listening to, once again, my son, Elijah Derringer Ray Williams. He is 10 years old, and he is extremely brilliant, as you've heard. Um, if you have any questions, any comments, you want to weigh in on the show, hit me up on Twitter at Socks and Sandals Podcast, on Instagram at Socks and Sandals Podcast, and... Uh, any words of wisdom you want to leave the people with, Flash? Be yourself. Simply put, I approve that message. You want to sign us out? Yes. Wait, go. Wait, start. Start it. Once again, it's the Socks and Sandals podcast where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. Grace and peace. Go ahead. Say Bye. It. Say it. This is a Socks and Sandals podcast where we unapologetically dis- discuss our worldviews, and this is where society and culture and history collide. Good enough. Society, culture, history, and religion. And religion collide. Uh, let's try one more time. And go. This is the Socks and Sandals podcast where... Oh, wait. Okay, this is the Socks and Sandals podcast where we discuss our worldviews.
and history, society, and culture collide. So, getting the order reversed is this is the Socks and Sandals podcast for society, okay. culture, history, and religion. Oh, and we un- unapologetically discuss. Okay, this is the Socks and Sandals podcast where we discuss um, history, no, history, society, culture, and I'm done. Okay, <laughs> I, I can't do it. Oh, it's the Socks and Sandals podcast where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. Holla at y'all next week. Grace and peace. Bye.